Hello and welcome to another episode of The Vinyl Collective, your weekly journal on the hip-hop and R&B landscape. As ever, I'm your host, John. And I'm your co-host, Sophie. How are you doing, mate? I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, yeah, episode 74, you know, we're, we're still here, still doing it from uh, virtually. I know, we, we always <laughs> said we'd get back in the studio, but... Uh, yeah. One day. I think I think we will eventually, just in terms of just like life, you know, doing life things and shit, just getting busier and busier. But one thing, I do like it when like, for example, when we do an episode with someone and they're like, oh, so, you know, like, so what studio are you, you guys recording? And we're like, oh, we're usually remote. They're like, what? Like, it sounds like oh, you guys... it sounds so good. It's yeah. So <laughs> I was like, what can I say, man? Step your fucking game up. Obviously, you can see the title. <laughs> face. Yeah, go on, yeah. So you're going to say something. I was going to say, the go back to the studio thing, like, it's it all sounds fun, but then also... When it happens, you're like, it's a bit like the going back to going back to the office thing. You're like, but but we've mastered it from home. Like, yeah. I can sit, I can sit in my like pajamas at the desk. I can work. I can get it all done. <laughs> I um, mean, the only difference is, see, there's pros and cons on both sides, John. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to be fair here because oh, obviously, you sound like I'm, a manager. No, because I'm one of those people who has actually had to go back to work a couple of days a week, right? So the pros, obviously, for going back into, you know, I say work the studio, right? The great thing is, obviously, I, we get to see each other face-to-face. It's, you can't really beat human interaction. I think a lot of work-from-home advocates, like myself, we tend to forget that, like, you can't really match that. But the cons, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't even a con when we first started this fucking podcast, John, but now it's it's a it's one of the biggest cons. I feel like all these podcast studios have taken the fucking liberties, man. All of them have been mad opportunist with the prices because, obviously, a lot of people started podcasts whilst in lockdown. So back when we were doing it, and it was like let's say fifty pounds a month for like five hours, right? That's not yeah, the yeah. worst, right? And that was it was a good studio. Now it's like fifty pounds an hour, bro. You that can't get anything cheaper than like I think the cheapest thing we found was twenty six an hour. That is like that. crazy to me, and that, it never used to be like that. It's like at the end of the day, guys, it's a microphone in a box room. Like relax. Like even I was even looking at studio prices in terms of like actually being like recording music, mm. and it's way cheaper than podcasts. It is. Like how's that even possible? How's that even possible? How's that actually even possible? So nuts. It's just it's just yeah. That's one thing that I haven't liked. It's like bro, like some of these packages are now like for the same thing. It's like twice the price, and then you lot are complaining about oh my gosh the cost of living. All that you lot are doing the same thing shit as well. You lot are doing it as well. Don't, don't, don't fucking hate the system. You could have been the change in the world we all wanted to see, dickheads. Anyways, welcome back. As you can see from the title of the episode, it's a filler episode. We're going back to Reddit. We're going to be cussing those guys out. But before we do that, make sure you subscribe to the Vinyl Collective as always. TVC Pod on Twitter, Vinyl Collective Pod on Instagram. We have our playlist all on Spotify. Follow the Vinyl Collective and you'll find all of them there. Um, you know. As Spotlight we series mm-hmm. 74 So We threw it back to you this week didn't we mm-hmm. And this week we have Ego LMA And a lot of people think Oh wait is it Ego LMA I thought that as well But no it's Ego um, Like Lego without the L And this week was quite funny I was, think, I was thinking When I first saw the name I did think Oh is this like Someone else just Like being a personification Of LMA's ego Spoiler LMA already does that <laughs> She already has a fat ego <laughs> oh, God. So I was like, that's a bit weird. But no, just it's, I think it just happens to be happenstance. So Ego LMA, she's also from London, surprisingly enough. She's from South London. She's a vocalist. She's a songwriter as well. So where I caught wind of her. So I think I first saw her on the Blue Labs Beats project. 
And she's also on Koji Radical's project, which mm-hmm. we will be covering eventually. Uh, I think she's on one more. I cannot put my finger on it. She's on a Barney artist. Nope, I don't know if you know that guy. I used to listen to him quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she's on his project from way back in like 2014. Oh, okay. Um, oh. So she's been around. Yeah. And um, she dropped her debut EP, Field Dunks, last year. Um, mm. So the one she, she dropped her follow up to that, uh, Field Notes 2, which I listened to. Um, in preparation for for this, and um, she also got was it jazz music jazz FM vocalist of the year last year, mm. and she was on tour with Joy Crooks, which obviously me and John both love very much. She was like when she was on the UK leg of a tour, she supported her throughout that as well. Mm. But another thing that actually kind of surprised me about this artist that she's also um, written song. I did mention she's a songwriter. She's written songs for Ari Lennox. Uh, so there was a feature that Damn. Ari Lennox did with one artist. I cannot find the name of it. Um, but yeah, she wrote the the lyrics for Ari Lennox. So I was like, okay, cool. So she's she's fucking legit. She's one, you know, that's how, how the story goes, right? It's kind of like Ambre, where as you start off as a songwriter, mm-hmm. you realise I could probably do, I could do a better job than half of you guys. <laughs> Let me do it myself. And then that's how it turns out. So um, yeah, no, I think she's really exciting. Um, she's been popping up more and more often so i think she's someone when it comes to the uk space i think we're going to see more of her i know we say that all the time but this is what mm. we do guys and we pick out the people we think we're going to see more of and i think she's one of them so um, yeah, yeah go check out the playlist for that funnily enough i was i was having a little look and she was on uh koji radicals tape from back in 2014 holy shit so damn. they obviously go way back damn i didn't know um, that damn. yeah interesting stuff uh, i think it's called dear dear daisy opium it's like a mm. compilation project um, okay. so yeah they go way back apparently bands crazy oh they know that but yeah go and check her out guys definitely yeah sick. on the spotlight series playlist give that a follow share with a friend um and obviously subscribe or yeah give us a follow on the actual vinyl collective uh music account as well the profile as well mm-hmm. as our podcast yes sir um yeah so as always we'll have some new music from you this week uh so you know projects singles whatever uh it's come out since last friday um so in terms of singles this week we have about four or five um i will start with sid feet lucky day um in a track called cb c-y-b-a-h cyber john don't be a cyber. Don't be a cyber. <laughs> cyber. I always like to be. I always like to be an old man about it. Oh, yeah, um, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna throw it to you. What did you think of this track? It's a sad track. I didn't find it super interesting, to be honest. Mm. Um, I think Lucky Day's done better himself. It was just. It was very like in the background on ambient type of music to me. I think Sid yeah. could be better than this, but I've always said this. I think. I, you know, it's, you know what is people hate because I reveal the truth in themselves. I really I've realized this because ever since I made that tweet about the internet when I covered ego death, a lot of people didn't disagree with me, but they were hurt mm-hmm. by what I said. And I said, actually, if you look at the internet, Steve Lacey is the best one, mate. Like Sid is not that lit. Like, and I think you know since Finn, which was five years ago now, she hasn't yeah. done a whole lot, man. Even on Hive Man, it wasn't that lit. Like. I mean, so I think this is another um, symptom of that. What do you think? Uh, I thought it was really boring. <laughs> like most said stuff in the last few years. Yeah, I thought it was boring. I got like, it's a long song as well. Yes. Oh, I got like two and a half minutes in and I stopped it. I didn't listen to it all. 
Um, yeah, I just don't have time for that. <laughs> John does have five minutes. You heard it, boys. Um, L- Lucky day was better. Was mm-hmm. better, and I think I think he was a little bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, also, I didn't want. I forgot to mention this. We didn't mention it last week, but also he's dropped an album. I'm gonna give it a listen, and I'm gonna determine whether we should cover this because I know we always said we're gonna do more R and B stuff this year. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I need to check that out and see if that's consistent with how he is now. But I doubt it. I've heard good things about it. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, we also had a single from. Well, it was it's two singles, wasn't it? Really, from uh, Mahalia. She had one which was something for my ex. Oh, that came out ages ago, though. Like a, a while ago, but then yeah. she's like joined it into like a you know. Oh, don't like her, it, yeah, the streams. Uh, with whatever Simon says, um, I'm going to start this one off by noting that. Topper tweeted earlier today or yesterday, oh, yesterday. I think it was about Mahalia saying, "Yeah, you know, <laughs> she's always talking about how she's she's not the average girl; she's a different type of girl." Um, and lo and behold, I go and listen to the song, and the first line is, "I've never been that kind of girl." So, uh, <laughs> of course, you haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the song was all right. I much prefer mm-hmm. the other single, which was was it "Letter to My Ex." Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, I yeah, prefer yeah. that. Um, I didn't think this one was particularly great. Uh, I mean, her voice is great. I mean, I've, you know, oh, yeah. Mahalia. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it. That's no. my take. Yeah. No. I, I don't have a lot to say about her. Um, I thought this one was good. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, also, I do like the first single. Um, mm. Was it? Let me tell you, Letter to Your Ex. Yeah. That yeah. song's a banger. I would admit. Yeah. I think the song's good as well. I mean, it's, it's not as interesting, I will say that, in terms of songwriting, but I think mm. the vocals are decent, the production's decent. Yeah, it's a good song. Like, yeah, it's a, yeah I know what you mean, but yeah, I think it's it's slightly above average. It's not average. It's above average. So yeah, I'm excited for this um, new Mahalia album, man. It's been some years now, so... Um, Has it been, what is it, three years? <clears throat> almost two and a half. I know the album came out, was it September 19th, if I'm right? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. So I'm I'm ready. It's been more than enough time, and I think her her songs just giving off the couple songs, and she had mm. the one with AJ Tracy and stuff like that. It seems like her songs are getting better, actually. So um, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, that's all I gotta say. I know what you mean, but yeah, I thought it was a good song. I'm excited. I, it's making me excited. I'll say that. That's all. Cool. One of us is excited. <laughs> uh. We had a single from Princess Nokia, No Effort. Bang I like this. I <laughs> yeah. like it. I think it's the best of the singles this week. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. big fan of this. I, <laughs> I really like the energy on it. I like the delivery. Um, yeah, it was cool. It was just very effortless and yeah, it was pretty sick. I mean, I'm... I'm someone who I'm not gonna I'm not one of those people who are like, oh yeah, always oh, fucked. I've heard of Princess Nokia I didn't a long always. time ago. But... Yeah. Uh, when it came to was it 1992 because that album was so raved and I I mm. knew it when it's one of those stupid things where I knew of it when it came out I was just always like I'll get to it I'll get to it I'll get to it I never mm. did um, but no I fuck with her heavy I think she's sick um, and also she had the double disc last well, two years ago where everything's beautiful everything sucks yeah. so now I'm on the train I'm like I want to follow that that you know where this story is going I think this is kind of taking her back to her older roots because um, she kind of how to describe it, went pop in a sense. Like she kind of departed from a tomboyish tomboyish roots, which a lot of people didn't like. Yeah. But I think mean, it's taking her right back to it. Her flow is sick. The beat's sick. Yeah. Her rapping's nice. Like, yeah, definitely one of the best um, 
women rappers uh, that we have. So good to see her make, make a return. Yeah, she's a uh, she's pretty sick. Oh, I remember I, when that. Gone? I think I really, I kind of probably didn't get into her properly until like 2019, 2020. Mm. Um, I'd heard of her before that, but then I remember seeing the color show performance of Gemini. Ah, okay. And I yes. was like, oh shit, this mm. is pretty cool. Ah, oh, she's sick, man. <laughs> Yeah, she is. Um, so yeah, definitely go check out that single. Uh, it's called No Effort. Um, have a couple more. Going to quickly run through. Joyce Rice, Kate Renata, Ice T. Um, I haven't heard this song yet. Okay. I need to. It's one of the singles I haven't heard this week. Um, so I'm going to have to rely on you for this one. Good song. Good song. Um, sounds like a throwaway from Overgrown, for being honest. Okay. But it's a yeah. good song. So um I don't think it's that much better than anything on Overgrown. It's just that like if you like Overgrown, you'll like this. It's kind of like one of those mm. things. So yeah, good song. That's it, really. It's not. It's not. It's not yeah. the super banger. It's not like a on one or something like that. But it's a, it's a good song. I would recommend to listen to it. Kate Renata does his thing as well. So yeah, yeah. listen to that. Fair, fair. Okay. Uh, I know one album you haven't listened to, unfortunately, and it's one I've listened to. Uh, it's by it's by a very talented artist called uh, Rosalia. Yeah, shout okay. out the Spanish there. Um, it's called Moto Mummy. I know it's not really hip hop or R and B, but I'm just gonna shout it out. Yeah. It's a very good album. It's probably one of the best albums I've heard this year. Um, <laughs> I'm smiling. It was good stuff. Uh, she's a very talented. Like I don't know if many people are familiar with like kind of like flamenco type music from. Um, from Spain so very like very like North African like Arab influenced obviously people know anything about like Spanish history Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of like uh, history with the North African continent in terms of like architecture um, like language culture all all types of things obviously music's going to be influenced by it as well Um, and yeah she kind of wears those influences quite quite strongly on this album as well I was kind of worried because once she became quite popular after the, uh, I think it was her 2018 debut, second, her sophomore album in 2018, she started becoming quite popular in like the reggaeton scene. Mm-hmm. And obviously that scene is fucking massive. So as soon as you get like a co-sign by like Jay Balvin or like whoever, whoever it is, um, she just becomes like quite popular. And like, oh no, she's just going to be like on the reggaeton thing, on the reggaeton vibe for the whole time now. Um, but she's not. And the album is very good, and I recommend you go try it. Uh, it's very, bet, bet, bet very versatile. It. Bet, bet you recommend it, mate. Bet you do. Um, anyways, what what do you think of the song with the weekend? I have obviously, I don't fucking know Spanish. So I'm not gonna listen to this album, but what what is the song with the weekend like for the people? Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's not it's not the best track on there at all. Okay, there are, there are much better tracks. Is the um, weekend singing in Spanish? Was just singing in English? I think he does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. does he really? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I think one of my favorite tracks, uh, "Candy," was a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the song called "Heads." Eye. Jesus Christ. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Um, but yeah, it's a good album. I recommend for people to go listen. Mm. Much like with uh, you always meme on me, but if people heard the 2020 album by Cali Uchis, which was all in mm-hmm. Spanish. Um, you can enjoy music that's not in the language that you speak. It's true. I agree with this. I actually agree with that. Yeah, I do agree with that. I f- cool. I I'm glad we've established that. But yeah, <laughs> Moto Mummy by Rosalia, I recommend. Okay, cool. Um, other projects we had, we had two EPs. So one was from Tiana Major, um, Fool Me Once. Very short. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten how long it was. I think it was around like 10... Something like that. Probably short. Like 10 minutes. 10 minutes. minutes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, 10 minutes 35. Um, I don't know what was going on in that first song with Smino. I need to ask you yeah. about this. No, I don't know. Don't ask me. You're that asking the wrong person. Was not it. You're that, asking the that wrong first person. first 30 seconds was not it. You're asking the wrong person. I don't know what person. was going on. I don't fucking care. It was it. shaky as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. I can't, I can't even deny that. Like, and I, I fuck with Smino. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think Smino's cool, yeah. but um, was this the one where she was rapping or was it the song after? There was one song where she was rapping, but okay, this song, it might have been this song because the song was quite long. I was like, mm, yeah, could take it. I think um, On God is okay. That might be the one where she's mm. rapping. She doesn't do it forever. And the Try Peace is probably my favourite one. Yeah, vocally really strong. Yeah, and then she's doing that bullshit she did with major mantras where she's just having like a song that's just dedicated to like her talking. I don't fuck with those. But um, what I actually realised about Tiana Major, which is actually quite weird mm. if you think about it, she might be one of the only mainstream UK singers who sings in English. Like, she uses her accent. Mm. That actually might be true. And I, for that, I do have to fuck with her. Like, she actually might be the only one. Think of all the singers we have. It actually might yeah. just be her. I'm trying to think, I'm, unless I'm wrong. No. Uh, I mean, Leanna Havas. <clears throat> I was thinking that. Okay, maybe her. Maybe her. She very much sings how she talks. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm going to have to think about this. Let us know at home if you're... Mm. If you're like, Maybe oh, Nail, if I could get that. But in terms of, like, proper British accents, Yana Major really doesn't try to, like... like she sings in a quite an American style, but it's very British in her vocals. I thought oh, that was quite mm. interesting. But I thought it was cool. I don't know what what's going on with Tiana Major, actually. I, and, I, and I say this as, as a concerned fan. Like, she's dropped a few EPs now. Um, don't know what's going on with the album. Don't know if the album's gonna come, but it, I don't feel like she's really realizing her potential. I think she is an amazing singer, but it just feels like these little EPs are coming again and again, and nothing more is coming from that. So I don't know if there's a label issue or anything like that. But yeah, that's that's yeah. it. It's like a it's like a little worry, like what's going on here? Yeah, because she had 2019 was it rehearsal at nine, mm-hmm. and then she had uh, sixes and sevens. People fucked with that as well. Yeah. Two years ago. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that um, EP a lot. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's been two years. I'm hoping there's a there's an album coming. I hope so as well. Because she's featured on like every UK rapper's album at this point. Like everyone fucking loves her. America loves her. Um, yeah, there's nothing really kind of stopping her from kind of hitting the mainstream. I just, oh yeah, I wonder what it is. That's all. But um, the EP was okay. It's another EP from Tiana Major. But it, when's, when's the album coming? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have a EP from <laughs> our very own Young Teflon, mm-hmm. All Eyes on Me Against the World. I hate that title, by the way. I fucking hate that title. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just have to let that out there. Sorry. Continue. I hate the album art as well. Same. I think it's a dreadful album cover. And I hate that he's joining two Tupac albums song titles together. I don't fucking get it. I don't fucking get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, pretty, um, yeah. it's very... It's very like 2000s mixtapes vibes mm-hmm. from the name and the album art. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, I've heard about half of it now. Um, so I will kind of leave you to give, if you've heard the whole thing. Yeah, I've heard the whole thing a few times. I, I yeah. fuck with it. Like, um, obviously, it's young Teflon. He's going to tell you about the times he was making that Coke, of course. He's going to tell you there about he when he was in the streets and stuff like that. Um, one thing that did surprise me. Uh, and maybe this is pre-TVC. This is definitely pre-TVC. But um, 
if you followed me on Twitter, you definitely know how I feel about Rams. Uh, I was very surprised. I was very surprised Rams was um, as interesting as he was on um, the song with Circle. I'm even surprised he got on a song with Young Teflon. Like, I just, I don't rate Rams at all. But the song was actually pretty good. Um, the song with Blade Brown was cool. I expected more given it's two, like, big coat UK rappers. But it was cool. Yeah, um, yeah most songs nice. are good. I enjoyed that one. Oh, Homer. The first two songs are amazing. Oh my gosh, mm. Homer and Plato. Oh yeah, Homer's really good. Um, yeah, I think that the EP starts off super well. One I don't get, he's, he's been promoting this EP for a long time, so I thought oh, it was an album. Time. I thought it was an album when he first did it. And then it was the EP. I was like, damn, he's been promoting this for like five, six, no, maybe even more than that. Long time. I was like, okay, mm. just just for an EP. Sounds like it's not an EP, mate, but whatever. Um, I'm looking at the album. I can't, sorry, I can't let him get away with this again. It is dreadful. Do you don't like it, John? It's just an eye with the atlas placed on top of the eye. Like, how can you not like With some that? barbed wire around the edges. Yeah, because... And, like, <laughs> creases on... Oh. Cursed vision, John. You don't get it exactly. I do. Stay woke. It's tacky, tacky <laughs> art, anyway. But, um, yeah, I think the second half is not as interesting. I mean, Stay Dangerous is kind of catchy. Mm. Um, Flowers is okay. 6am on Island, I probably would do without it. Um, yeah. Body language is cool. I don't like the way that stardom guy flows. Um, it's a bit awkward. I get what he's trying to do, but it's just not for me. Um, yeah, yeah, it's cool. I definitely definitely check it out. Um, shout out to Young Stefan. He's been in the game for so long now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so long. Yes. So the fact that he's still rapping at a decent level is it's something to to um, applaud. So yeah, go and check him out. For sure. Um, I think that's it for new releases. Um, in other news, we obviously have a couple of projects coming soon. One of them is Nux mm-hmm. um, with his new project, Alpha Place, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to come out on the 6th of May. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. We've already kind of given our thoughts, opinions, predictions for that. So we're just going to shut up and yeah. and wait another seven weeks for that. Yep. Um, and then we had some Pusha T news, <laughs> you which I haven't, I haven't seen. I haven't even seen the commercial yet, so... You haven't I'm seen... Fine. Oh, no. no you no. have to see this commercial. You have. You actually have to see this commercial. You have to see it. You have to see it. I will t- I'll cut this out of the podcast. You have to see it. Okay. Oh, and we cut back in. And we cut back in. Boom. The, the power of editing. Go on, John. Okay, now you can start us off. What do you think of this, of this song? I've seen it. Um, and that is very strange. Very funny. Um, <laughs> the, fact, the fact that I kept... I saw how long the video was, but I was like, no, he's surely not rapping for actually a whole minute. But he does. This is the longest any track on Daytona. Like, what's going on? <laughs> this is crazy. Let me just give some backstory to people because I just think this is ab- this is ridiculous, right? So, okay. So, it. I think this was revealed some years ago. I, I, I knew this. I just forgot. But this is apparently true, right? Mm. So, Steve Stout, one of hip-hop's famous non-illegal black men, um, so he revealed that, okay, so Pusha T and Clips, um, yep. and I think some of Justin Timberlake, uh, wrote the lyrics to the famous McDonald's jingle. So famous, you, they don't even have to say it. They just whistle it now. Yeah. See, okay. Cause it's so, the fucking media is just ingrained in your fucking brain. So you just hear a little whistle, boom, you already know what it is. That is fucking Pavlovian as hell. Anyways. So we all know the McDonald's are loving it. Slogan. Obviously, made McDonald's a shit ton of money. So um, apparently Pusha T got no royalties for this when he wrote the song. So he doesn't he doesn't really get paid for it when every time they play it. Which is essentially, I mean, if he did that, Pusha T would never have to rap a day in his life. 
Um, <clears throat> so obviously he was feeling salty about this. So this is <laughs> what 2003. So he's he's held the salt. This is like from fucking salts from like the you know <laughs> by the beach. The rock, the rock salt. <laughs> it's just it's not gonna dissolve easily, John. So he's held this salt for the past 19 years or so, and. Um, He's teamed up with Arby and said, fuck it, now, now is the time to let it These all These are out. the rocks he's been rapping about the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so um, he uses the Arby's commercial to diss McDonald's, which in turn, I'm guessing is promoting Arby's. And obviously he gets at the filet of fish and stuff like that. And obviously there's references to clowns in the video and a bear killing a salmon and all that stuff. Um, and then we have the song we have now. And uh, man, it's funny. It is fucking funny. I just can't believe, like, they're deciding to use this as their promo campaign. Like, it's not even, like, a tweet, which is funny. It's, like, it's actually their promo campaign. Like, bro, like, it's so funny, though. It's very funny. How dare can you be? He's got to be a Libra. I need to know. I, I, I'm not even a star side person, bro. Fuck me. Do you know how petty you have to be to hold something for tw- nearly 20 years to drop a diss track now? And he, he says something, like, and you know, you think about Pusha T? Because he's quite, um... He's quite um, articulate. So he, when he talks like that, oh, yeah, so, you know, I, I'm the first person to ever make, like, a food diss track. It's like, I don't know if that's true, but fair enough. And he's like, oh, you know, I want it to live longer than um, fucking the story of Adidon. It's like, why are you bringing that up? <laughs> now you're just being a bitch. Because you actually don't have to bring that up. <laughs> you don't have to bring that up. So, yeah. What, what do you think of the whole situation? Like, do you, like... Do you think it's good pro... Obviously, I don't, I'm not saying we're promo people. I don't know first about promo, but do you think this is actually worth it for Arby's? Like, do you think this is actually going to go well? I mean, surely. Surely it's good promo, even if it's, like, overseas promo, because obviously not really a thing in the UK. Um, so, yeah, I can I can see it working for them. Like, the discussion is going to go on for a while. They're yes. going to keep playing this, even if McDonald's, like, come back. I don't know if they've responded to it in any way. Um... You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe Drake's gonna write a diss track for, uh, for McDonald's. That would be fucking bang. If Drake does that, hilarious. if Drake does that, I rate him forever. Oh, I if Drake does that, I won't diss Drake for a year. I swear in my life. If Drake, that would be fucking good. That'd be very funny. Yeah, you wouldn't um, though. We wouldn't. But yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It must be good promo. Come on, all publicity. Have you heard of Arby's before this? I obviously I'm not American. No. I never heard of them. Yeah. So they must be quite small. This is, yeah, it's fucking hilarious though. He must have getting paid out the nuts to do that. Because one thing I'm not going to do is go, go up against big corporations, especially like McDonald's. So, no. yeah. Man, yeah, I just think it's fucking hilarious, man. That is so funny. funny. That is very funny. Like, of all yeah. the news I thought we were going to cover this week, it was not, it was not that. I'll say that. So, Arby's yeah. Arby's versus McDonald's. But yeah, if you've, uh, if you've seen this, let us know your thoughts. As always, email us as well. Um, we had a message from someone, don't know if you're listening, uh, we might get back to you on Twitter, uh, but they asked for our email. So our email is at final collective is final collective pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, send us your questions in. Um, and yeah, we're going to be back after taking a very short break. Cool. See you in a bit. Right. And we are back. And obviously, as you see from the title of the episode, we are going to do another bout with our best friends, the, the you know, the pinnacle the kind of scholar center of excellence for hip hop opinions, r slash hip hop heads, also known as Reddit. Um, just as a disclaimer, um, I did want to bring some R and B stuff in, but they're just nice guys. Like that's the thing; they don't really it's have. True. To I had really a lot. Of, I had a yeah. lot of look on their like subreddits. I'm like, 
just everyone patting each other on the back, being like, yeah. this is great, you should try this music. <laughs> yeah, it's just that. It's just everyone just being bad agreeable. Like, oh, it's just, oh, what is this? It's, you know, it's literally like heaven and the underworld. It's just, RB heads is like, oh my gosh, you listen to that lucky day? Oh my gosh, shout out to you, you are amazing. And then the hip hop heads is like, fuck you if you ever think Denzel Curry's a competent rapper. Like, it's, what the hell? The distance <laughs> is ridiculous. But um, yeah, so also we're going to bring you another one. We haven't done one since before Christmas, I think it was. Episode 51. Like Okay, cool. So quite oh, way before that now. So cool. So um, we're overdue one of these episodes. Um, obviously, we haven't forgotten about the People versus TVC that will come at some point as well. Uh, we just want to do more of our you know actual content. We're not one of those guys. We want to just give you bullshit content. We actually do actual content. Crazy that in the UK space. Anyways, enough shading. Uh, how's it going to go? John's going to read out some interesting comments and I'm just going to give my thoughts on it wherever appropriate. Yeah. That's just, just how it's going to go. Shooting from the hip, you know, you're like, oh, these guys are so funny, but... It's all scripted, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know, hilarious. It's not. We're just gonna yeah. gonna give you some jokes off the cuff today. Cool. So, um, take so yeah, gonna read out some of the kind of debates that are being posed on these channels, and then have a look at some of the comments and give our kind of takes on on the debate. So the first one we're gonna go with is Jack Harlow says he wants to be the face of my generation. Um, so Jack Harlow, obviously artist rapper um i saw someone once refer to him as uh little dicky if he took rapping seriously which was a very interesting comment but Fair there enough. we go um so yeah i think he said it was either in like a i can't remember if it was for like vogue or he said it in some um kind of like uh magazine interview that yeah he basically wants to be the poster boy for his generation um one of the top comments there uh said the mediocre white boy generation uh, <laughs> hard pass. He's not doing anything innovative or that interesting. Um, which is then followed by, to be fair, he's only 24, but most artists release their most innovative music early in their career. Um, Jack Harlow, I don't really listen to him that much to be able to say that he's not, but from what I've heard, it's not very exciting. It's not very innovative. It's just, ah. Uh, I mean, you're shaking your head. No, I mean, I think you're right. I think there's always this thing in hip hop where it's like the film uh, "White Boys Can't Jump." It's like they just get <laughs> surprised, like fifty years into this genre, almost that there are Caucasian men who are actually very competent at rapping. Mm. I know, again, I know a lot of people like to pretend Eminem isn't one of those people. He definitely is, regardless of how his career is now. Um, so I think Jack Harder was one of those guys where, and trust me, they try to do this with every artist that doesn't fit the mold. So it's like, first he's white, right? Okay, that's a bit different. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, has he put any racist tweets out? Okay, let me look for that. Okay, that, that doesn't work. Okay, is his music shit? Okay, it's not that shit. Can't do that. They try to find, so when they can't find any excuses, they just end up loving the person. So obviously he's definitely a woman enthusiast, seems to be a woman, woman of color enthusiast. And that's always going to get you more points if we're being honest. Um, so I say all of this to say, right, I think he's marketable as a artist because, one, he's a, he's a bit different. He's mm-hmm. not racist, which for some reason, you know, in this day and age, it shouldn't be a certain point, but it is. Uh, yeah. And he's been on some big songs. Industry Baby with Lil Nas X was a huge song. Um, so that definitely helps his profile. Um, I, I don't think he's anything innovative. I do agree with what that guy said. Um, but he's competent and I think to be a big yeah. artist I mean if Megan Thee Stallion is as big as she is I don't see any problem with Jack Harlow I think him saying the face of his generation 
You don't need to be innovative to be the face of a song's generation. You yeah. just need to be the biggest. Drake is the face of a generation. Is he the best? No. So I don't think what he's saying is completely out of whack, but I don't think he's even dropped enough music for me to even think that. That's my only thing. I don't so think... I'm thinking his yeah. album was two years ago and that didn't exactly do huge numbers. Like there were three massive tracks from it, but mm-hmm. the album itself, eh. Yeah, and obviously, that is first. I don't know how many albums DP is, but... Yeah, I don't know. Like, obviously, I think he has one song that's really big, obviously, Industry Baby, and then the rest... Yeah. And there's not even his song, it's Lil Nas X's song. Yeah. But, uh, I mean... I think his biggest track was What's Poppin', like his biggest solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. As it's possible. Mm. I, I don't think it's probable, but it's, it's possible. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. What do you think? We'll see about that. Well, you really um, said what you thought. I agree with uh, More Noise 11, who said, I just never got his appeal in general. Everything I've listened to has just been basic as fuck. <laughs> kind of true. Yeah. Kind of true. Kind of true. Uh, cool. So that's that. Um, let's move on to the next one. So someone posed this one, which was, No Name announces Factory Baby isn't dropping. Shedding your tears, I'm reading that one. Uh, that was posted three months ago. Um, so <laughs> usually we, 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 uh, read out the comments of, you know, got the most upvotes We're like, oh, you know, 352 points for this one. <laughs> this one has minus two points. I'm going to read that first. Um, I know where she's at mentally. She needs to kill her ego. Ego death is a common practice for this problem. There's plenty of producers that will connect with her, but she's overthinking the entire process. Now. There've been lots of jokes about Toppe's burner <laughs> accounts, but I think this might be one of them. I think he's posted this. <laughs> Yo, I don't get why it's undevoted because I actually kind of agree. You know what is he's, it? It makes just, sense, but it's funny. He's just done it in a way where you know those like manosphere Twitter accounts where it's like, I know what your problem is, mate. Oh, you need to go to the gym like yeah, four yeah. times a week. You know, stop watching porn. Uh, you know date women that only upset. Like, it's one of those ones like, uh, it's like he's, kind of, he's just like kind of telling you exactly what's wrong with your life even though he doesn't know you and every person's nuances actually mean a lot. It's like, yeah, I, just, I know what your problem is. It's, it's just ego. Like they tried to do it like a single factor analysis. That's why it's coming across very pretentious. That's the only problem. Mm. But I do think there's something to it. I do think no name has a fucking ego. I mean, the fact that, I mean, she said some stuff that you can debate whether you're right, she's right or wrong on that. But I do think um there is something that is, she definitely has some sort of, um, blockage because you don't be as talented as she is and it just goes away no way in hell no way in hell like so i think is it ego maybe but yeah i don't think it's all the way wrong what do you think uh i think the ego thing it depends how you what you interpret her ego to be is in are you thinking of it in terms of like oh she's become so educated now and like in terms of oh she's aware of all the like socio-political like environmental issues and she just can't she's not in that same headspace anymore and she can't write music about love and heartbreak and whatnot when she realizes that there's and not even that she was just rapping about that right like uh room room 25 like that was an album not just not just about like um love and heartbreak so i can kind of see it but at the same time I don't know. I think it's always deeper than what we understand. I think it's ego in a sense where I do think the wokisms have gone to no name, if I'm being honest. Um, I do think she thinks like, you know what, I know too much to do this in good faith and I get it. But if you do that every part of your life, you're just not going to enjoy life in the Western world. It's just not possible. 
And I do think if there's one thing you should, like, not break the rules for, it should be your art, right? Like, okay, yes. Like, same way, like, if I buy, like, a plastic bottle, right? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I should maybe technically... You know what? I could cut out water bottles because they're the damage in the environment. Fair enough. We've had this. But if debate. I, but go on. Yeah, but if I do that with everything I own, I'm not gonna yeah. own anything. I'm not. I'm not Greta Thunberg, mate. Fuck off. I'm not gonna live that type of life. So I think with no name is that at some point along the chain you will want like I'm not saying because she's a bad person. I'm saying because mm. it's like a consequence of being. You're going to be a hypocrite in one of your practices, especially when you live in fucking LA, bro. So it's like. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, if there's one thing you do want to kind of, like, ignore, why not let it be the music? You're independent anyways. Like, I feel like that's mm. as good as it gets. So that's what I think is ego. It's like, she feels like, you know, I'm too woke for this. Like, no, like, I think I see it in that way. But yeah. Mm. But then I will say to her, when she started releasing music that accurately kind of expressed the place she was in, like, what was it, Rainforest and whatnot, people mm-hmm. don't like it. So maybe she's like, well, if I can't rap mm. about what I'm feeling right now, and if I rap about other stuff, then I feel like I'm betraying myself. Then I, I mean, you can. It. You just gotta be interested. And then saying, I say this to J Cole the Simon. Obviously, I love No Name, but you could just be interested about it. Like, there's mm. no nothing stopping you from that. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I think that's that. That's an excuse in my eyes. Fair. Were there Fair. any other comments for this one? Um, there were indeed. <laughs> Maybe Wavy Gravy says, "Isn't she a racist?" <laughs> Followed up by a certified racist, but it's okay to be racist against white people. Um, man, Do you know where that no comes na- from? Sorry? Do you know where that comes from? It's okay to be set racist against white people. No, where, where, where people call her racist. Absolutely no idea. So she made this tweet basically, this is when she was saying she's not going to stop doing shows. Uh, maybe it's oh, all, it's all, yeah. Now and, I know. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, yeah, there's basically too many white people at my concert. So fuck that. Like, you know, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Which, again, it's like, oh, I get what you're saying, but that is the wrong way to word it as well, especially for someone who's trying to be progressive. Again, like, it's just, yeah, I think for, it's like if Little Sims came out now and just said, fuck white people, <laughs> her, her audience at a concert's going down by like 40%. So it's like, can you really say that? Like, I mean, and the thing is, yeah. you're not, I think because. Yes, she's not... I'm pretty sure she doesn't mean every single white person, but when you say it like that, the average maybe Caucasian fan is going to be like, oh, what, me? Like, all I've ever done is support you. Like, why the fuck? Why are you saying fuck me? It's like that 50 Cent meme. What do you say fuck me for? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like what the hell did I do? So I think the way she worded it, instead of us to be like yeah. a certain class of people who mm-hmm. look down on black people, well, that's fair enough. But you're just saying all white people is going to come across quite fucked. Do you know what I mean? You know, I know what she's trying to say. Yeah. So, yeah. I can kind of get her though. Like she's she's you know touring, she's singing black exploitation, and all, can, all she can see is like white people out in the audience. I'd be a bit pissed too. But then you got okay, but okay, but here's the thing, right? No one's no one's deciding who comes to a concert apart from the concert goers themselves. So if your music isn't connecting with the black audience as much, you call ask yourself yeah. why that is. Yeah, yeah. Jamie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay, in the UK, because that's why it was when I went to the No Name concert, it was it was very white, mm. but. Okay, one, I, I just thought, okay, that's just London, right? Because when it, there's certain hip-hop heads in London, like, black people just don't really gravitate towards, towards it as much. That's fine. But um, in America, if you're getting that same reception in America, you got to look at your own music, man. Like, what what is it about you or your brand or your audience that's, make, that's making that your own people don't want to kind of show up at these concerts? Because if I go mm. to a Chance to Rapper concert, it's predominantly black. If I go to a Saba concert, yeah. it's predominantly black. Like, but I don't think in her comment, I don't think she actually directed 
the culpability with the people that are turning up as opposed to the people that aren't and she wants to see them there. She's just saying, look, this is a situation. I don't like how it is. Yeah. Yeah, but when, so, we, when you say that, it's just weird because, like, what is... I think the people who are going to your concerts probably aren't the type of people that are against your side. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, if you're, if you're someone who's not black and you're fucking with no-name music, you're probably an all-right person. You're probably progressive in some way. It's not a Brockhampton concert, mate. Do you know what I mean? It's just like... <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? I think that's what it is. But that's not, I get it. But I get why I get why people are taking it the wrong way. I also get mm. what she's trying to say. Yeah, that's what I've got to say. Yeah, that's fair. Um... And then, oh God, seven points, unfortunately, for a comment saying she had this black power vibe to her, but she will always pussy out when the hate was a bit too strong. Yeah, I mean, good for you, Jack. Four, six, eight. Um, <laughs> have we got any more comments here on this one? Uh, um, I think think so there's one more actually yeah one more this long one let's go so um not going to try and pronounce this uh username but actually let's not it. read out usernames just in case so that it might sound a bit witch hunty yeah but, that's um, true but um actually i think there's one just on top of it is what it's replying to cool so hard to find producers aka i've burned every bridge i have oof i mean she's still got the chicago people there that's true. still got there with her um you know <laughs> that's true. we know what project we wanted to hear but mm-hmm. Um, and she, oh, I don't think that's true. When she, when she decided to spit a little, a little diss track at J. Cole, look mm-hmm. who was there, Madlib. I don't yeah. think she's burned bridges. Yeah, that's fair. Fair. How many years I, ago I was that I think she now? could get whoever she wanted, to be honest. I think so as well. I mean, this is just Reddit talking out of their ass, figuring that they know everything. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I think that's rubbish. Yeah. Um, like Madlib. Yeah, that's I know. Crazy. That's crazy. That is crazy. As in Madlib works with whoever he wants to work with. Yeah, he's one of those people. He has, like, the guy has, like, albums in the vaults that he's made that he just isn't releasing. So, you know, he's a picky guy. Um, and then the long comment we have here. Um, I haven't read this yet, so if it's super offensive, sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, when I read that, I instantly thought, Cap, not a single producer she can find to work with. No hate, but I honestly think she just self-sabotaged herself with extreme-ass politics and the whole woke the whole white folks at a concert thing on top of being a massive cornball on Twitter, hating on AOC for not being a communist. Like the fuck, if you can't find not one producer to work with, then maybe that's just on you. Shame what she's going through that even if I don't fuck with the music and her as a person, not before you guys say I ain't a capitalist. Lol. I hate all your politics. I don't give a fuck about them. Um, yeah. Interesting. I- yeah, I I get what she I get what this person's saying. I I I agree. To be honest, uh, I think if 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 you're a lefty and you like No Dave, the last person you want to hear No Dave shit on is AOC. Uh, for That's like a messiah. Like, yeah, how dare you? <laughs> I mean, for various reasons that I'm not even gonna touch. But yeah, AOC is the last person you want to get. I think if you're getting AOC, there's like, which side are you actually on, mate? Like, whatever. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I just think it's just a shame of talent. And to be honest, like, one thing I will say is extreme ass politics. Sorry, is NWA not political? Is Kendrick Lamar not political all of a sudden? Oh, like, while we acted like hip hop rappers haven't been political since the beginning of hip hop, it's how you're political. Like, some people can be corny as fuck, like J. Cole. Some people can be very interesting with it. Like, yeah. but most, I think there's, most people are quite political. Like, 
you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with being political in, in your music. It's how you go about it. Just because you're spreading yeah. a good message or an important message doesn't mean you're allowed to be boring. That should yeah. be on a shirt, actually. I think what the... Pro- I think... <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying this, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the perceived... Like, a lot of the anger and a lot of the annoyance in these comments are just generally about artists like No Name or whoever it is that are, you know, becoming, you know, politically awakened, enlightened, mm-hmm. whatever... Um, and then like oh I can't rap about this or if I'm going to rap it's only going to be about these topics like I think people's annoyance comes from the perception that it's that these inequalities don't really exist or that these slights don't exist um, uh, okay. and they're like oh yeah in the past like it's very very clearly like black and white about what the issue is and mm-hmm. NWA are rapping about these issues and retrospectively looking back like there is no argument that they're on the wrong side of history or they're th- on the wrong side of the debate mm-hmm. but I feel like now a lot of the um, without getting too poli- political we'll get into this in, as uh, politics as usual part right. three okay. um, a lot of people assume that you know 21st century the year's 2022 like you know we're so left wing like every everybody can live however they want everyone can talk however they want so if you're really feeling like um like slighted by the political kind of like climate or if you feel like there are so many injustices maybe you're just a bit of a softy or like maybe you're just a bit of this and that mm-hmm. and i feel like maybe that's where a lot of these comments are coming from because yeah. imagine if people are saying like oh nwa the are is rapping about politics like <laughs> these guys are experiencing it on a daily basis of course they're rapping about it mm-hmm. um so i don't know why it should be too much different for artists these days yeah um i don't know I think there's everything's more scrutinized as well in the, in yeah. the time we're in. I think that's what it is because I don't really get the difference because you would even argue back then they were way more, they literally fucked the police back when the NFL was 10 times more racist than it is now. So it's like, stuff like that just kind of confuses me. I just think you don't have to make up all these excuses why you don't like an artist. You don't fuck them. Mm. You don't fuck them. <laughs> you know what I mean? They could just be like, they're bored and they can just, the conversation can just end there. But yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to the next one. Uh, which is Brockhampton announcing an indefinite hiatus. Uh, so, yeah, obviously people, if they're fans of the show, a few weeks ago, I think we mentioned that you had been to their last concert. Yes, sir. Um, in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know, if you follow Brockhampton, you'll know they've had quite a lot of projects at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, is it six? Yeah. Saturation Trilogy, mm-hmm. uh, Ginger. Iridescence. Iridescence and Roadrunner. So, yeah, we were supposedly going to get a seventh, but they uh, they couldn't manage it. (laughs) They were like, nah, fuck that. Not not doing a few more months. I'm Um, surprised they've made it this far, if I'm being honest. Especially not seven years? Kind of, kind of. I'm going to start from saturation, which is still five years, which is still five years. But yeah, like, Especially after their uh, thing with Amir and stuff like that. I'm surprised they actually made it this far. Mm. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, just based on that. Because, I get yeah, All American Trash was six years ago, I guess, yeah. if you think about it like that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, let's get into the comments. Um, so, the top comment here um, was, Dang, love that group. But as I've always said, the worst part of Brockhampton is the fans never met many good ones. Um, let's Agreed. get into that one first. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, I don't personally know many Brockhampton fans. The only ones I know of are me and you. Yeah, because you know what it is with Brockhampton, it's heavily 
dominated by the white audience. Again, no problem with that. White no American audience, specifically. Yes. And you got those people, and you got people who come from the church of Fantano, which a lot of people kind of um, found of Brockhampton. Yeah. So I think when it comes to Fantano hip hop heads, they can, I think they kind of put on their little like herder, like, you know, I, I know I know what music is. Like, have you heard of Death Grips, bro? Have you heard of Death? Like, it's one of those things, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So I think with them, it's like because saturation was so good. And, you know, it's like they would let these niche artists that no one really heard of. Now everything they drop is amazing. It's like, no, that was never the case. And I think because the Saturation series is such an outlier, they dropped three projects in the space of like, let's say six months. They were really good quality. Mm. People just lost their fucking minds. They didn't know when to reel it in. I think that's the problem. So it's like, it wasn't just Kevin Abstract was good and maybe Job and a couple others. It was like, yeah. they're all super good. They all could have as their own sort of careers. And it's like, okay, you need to relax. So I do think some people <laughs> got a bit, some people did get a bit um, obnoxious with the fandom and just acted like they were like the best thing since sliced bread. I would agree with that. I don't think we'll get it much here, but if you looked on Reddit and the American opinion, I, I do get where that sentiment comes from. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, like, if you think about, like, the uh, like the critiques of, like, I don't know, if you look at, like, music reviews or Pitchfork, whoever it is, Rolling Stone, Guardian, they're very, I don't know, they're quite middle of the road about Brockhampton. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't they're know. rebels, that's the thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're, it's not targeted to such a young audience like Odd Future, it's more like late teens type of thing mm. which is still like you're still quite rebellious with those ages so I think it's probably that it's like it's that's different it's edgy that's my problem with the response to Roadrunner like people did not engage with this album do you know what the trick is John people just don't give a fuck about Brockhampton anymore in a sense and, and the thing is funny enough I'm not gonna out this people I do love them but um, when I was at the concert one of the people I was with was like yeah I have even listened to this album I just came because obviously it was like you know, had had like links to gain. But like it's one of those a few like it's like, yeah, like I think both of them were like, yeah, I haven't really heard this new album. It's like, what the f- what the fuck are you are doing here for? How am I the only one who's listened to this album? Like oh, I think man. both of them said it. So um I think that's where people are at with Brockhampton. I think they like saturation, but I think once they made a deviation from that sound, people were like, Oh actually yeah, don't care about you guys as much as I do. And you, there were some people like that. I mean that's why I that's why I agree with you. I don't think I think we were speaking about this in a group chat somewhere. It was like, I don't think I've met a Brockhampton fan in this country that wasn't white. I don't think I have. That's interesting. And I don't think I've even met any Brockhampton fans outside of you and the random people I was on a coach with during an athletics game. That's the last, the only time. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think I know anyone else. And at work, obviously one guy at work um, at yeah. my old job. That was it. And that's like, what, five years? Yeah, and that's people about music a lot. So yeah, I don't know anyone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anyone. It's one. Of, it's one of those weird ones. I think that, I think because they're so edgy, the edgy people love them. But because mm. they're edgy, not a lot of people like them. I think that's what it is. Yeah. But I think, but I think Road Runner is one of those ones you should have listened to. But I get if you're if you're kind of listening to Iridescence and Ginger, you might just be like, oh, you know, what, I'm bored now. But you, you you know you should have bought the stonks right there. Yes. The stocks are going up. They were going up. Yeah. There we go. There we go. This is why this is why we could never get paid to, to review music because we'd have to stop actually listening to it. Um, there we go. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, I had a okay. comment afterwards um, saying God is real and this is proof. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, what did they ever do to you? Make bad music. Um, so obviously not them. true. But I will say a lot of people do like to um, 
do the mad coping with this. Um, honestly, the top one got 64 points. Uh, so a lot of people agree. But I will say, after Amir left, we can just admit that the quality dropped. We can actually just admit yeah. that. We can actually just admit... I don't know why people just keep doing that. It's like, oh my gosh, what happened to Brockhampton? I don't know. One of their best fucking rappers got dropped. Like, oh, I think everyone knows what happened to Brockhampton. I don't know why everyone yeah. likes to act like we don't know what happened to them. We know exactly what happened to them. We know exactly why they fought it off. They were some of their best rappers. They lost the... the and he gave, Amir gave the most edge in the group. Sorry, like, he did. Okay, he did some bad stuff. Doesn't mean he wasn't a good rapper. Anyway, it's just, yeah, just don't be stupid about it. Don't be stupid. Anyway, yeah, continue. Um, but yeah, I mean, Brockhampton's done. Yeah. Yeah, done. I mean, they're done, done this time. I think they got Coachella yeah. and that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't see, yeah. I mean, it would have been interesting to see what that final project was. Probably yeah, something more along the lines of Roadrunner again. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, I'm imploring you guys, if you haven't heard that project... <laughs> go and listen to it it was one of my favorite from last year i know you rated it pretty highly as well mm-hmm. uh okay then let us go to we've just been mentioning the church of fantano so uh so let's let's get into one um fantano tells people to stop luring fans into buying nfts um so pretty decent article but what i'm feeling from uh this conversation is you're responsible for your own financial decisions, Breach. If you bought something because a famous <laughs> yeah. person told you to, you can only blame yourself. Again, Breach. Also, everyone in NFTs knows it's just gambling. They might not be honest about on, that on the surface, but if you actually talk to people, they talk to people, they know what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, a f- couple of those points, like, you can't, yeah. Just just because as a celeb, like Fantano is not um he's not a economist, he's not a scientist or a expert in NFTs and trading and forex, whatnot whatnot. Um so if, yeah, I mean if you're following what anyone tells you to do like that, I think it's you should uh, deserve whatever's coming to you. Before I comment, what about the reply to this comment? Okay, so we'll go into the reply. It's incredibly naive of you to think everybody involved in NFTs knows it's gambling. That couldn't be further from the truth. I fully agree with that comment, 100%. I think NFTs, just as I get what you're saying, because any sort of financial decision you do, yes, you are responsible for it because you decided to make that decision. I get that. But I think there's definitely an art in, I mean, that's why fishing exists, right? You can definitely be made to believe that this is something that is not. Um, actually, did you see that article, right? This is so funny, by the way. It's funny. It's not funny, but it's funny in a, in a dark way. There was an article, right, where um, I think it was Gunner, and he made... He, I, can't think, I think he kind of... Um, he he made his own shit coin. Basically, a shit coin is like a shit um, cryptocurrency that has no value. So he told his like followers, oh, we're going to go to the moon. So he got bare people to invest in the coin. And then, <laughs> and then as most coins go, uh, they just kind of, it just kind of like pulled out and a lot of people lost their money. So, and, and, and that's the thing, like, okay, so Gunner told people, okay, I'm investing in this cryptocurrency, got swindled. And then, you know, shit went left. Like, what can you really do about what? Like, you're going to tell the person they're wrong? Yes. Okay. You can't, you can't guarantee that this is, you know, um, going to become like a big thing but i mean gonna delete that tweet for a reason you know so i i I do think when it comes to cryptos because it's so unknown 
a lot of people are still um, figuring it out in terms of what is actually worth our investment and what isn't. I do but think that's what the word unknown doing. suggests gamble. So if you're even <sighs> if you're yeah. even considering it, and then to the point that you would consider it and just listen to what a random hip hop head on YouTube tells you, then I mean honestly, I have no sympathy. Oh, yeah. So I found I found the post now. So I said um, he he got a, he called the coin pushing P. So it's oh, called pushing it was, it was it was based on like ethereum or something yeah uh he said he claimed he'll take this coin to the moon after eight hours over that long eight hours the coin dropped to 90 percent in value and gonna delete the tweet so apparently the guy he worked Eesh. for was a guy called shane moon he's like a known grifter when it mm. comes to shit coins which obviously you would like to think he didn't know that prior to getting into this deal but you never know with these guys do you know what i mean so obviously Whoever that guy is made a shit ton of money before the value drops, and I just walk away, and be like, "Ha ha, fuck you!" Like, do you know I mean that? And this happens all the time, by the way. It all does. The time. It does. Yeah, but um, and obviously there was that thing where Meek Mill was trying to say, "Oh," and he's been doing this a few times, and no one's bit bit the bait because no one gives a fuck about Meek Mill. Where he keeps posting <laughs> out these tweets saying, "Um, oh, um, I want to get into NFTs. I want to drop my next album as an NFT. Like, who can hook me up with this?" Basically, tweeting to investors like you know, yeah. let's do something in terms of NFTs. And obviously no one's given a fuck because, you know, it's Meek Mill. So I think, yeah, I think what Fantano is saying is right. But I think, yeah, I think there's also responsibility on people doing the swindling. Like if Drake tells me he's doing a cryptocurrency, we'll get at Drake if it ended up fucking up. We will get at yeah. him for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Would, would I? I think I would just because it's Drake. But generally speaking, I'd be like... Uh, I just, because I've looked into crypto and I've looked into all this stuff before and been like, you know what? The truth is, it's beyond me. I've spent <laughs> some hours reading about it and I still don't have a, a slightest clue about this. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to leave it to, to the gamblers and to the experts. Well, then the thing is, most people aren't as mature as that because especially young people, when they don't understand something, they just shit on it. So it's like, low bro, what's a fucking NFT? And just act like crypto is like, I think people go the other way and act like there's no value in it. That's not true. There's definitely oh, value no, no, no. in having I just something recognize, like this. Yeah, I recognize my yeah, limits. That you don't have that. that. Yeah, that's not the type of gamble yeah. I'm going to make. Um, yeah, of course. No, I get what you're saying. So you got that's something. I it, I feel like NFTs is one of those like pressure points in terms of social conversation. So you have like yeah. you have politics. You have like Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson, and cryptocurrency. Whereas like you know how you feel like if you're a crypto bro, everyone just thinks you're just some sort of douchebag. Like do you know what I mean when it might not even be the case. It's just one of those touchy topics because people don't really people don't like what they don't understand. So yeah. That's all fair. Uh let's read a couple more comments before we move on to the next one. Um, so imagine being so dim you buy what is essentially hyperlinked to a JPEG for thousands of dollary dues. <laughs> Crypto bros are genuinely the most gullible motherfuckers I've ever seen. You own a fucking online image now. Cool. Shame about this right click though. Laugh my ass off. Good piece by Melon. <laughs> See, it's shit like that, isn't it? It's like, yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, the- uh... You're not just what you can cop. For example, I can like get a replica of Mona Lisa. It doesn't mean I own the Mona Lisa. I don't know mm. why this concept's so hard for people to understand. Like the joke isn't even funny anymore. Like, that Twitter joke was like, you know, when Tyler the Creator made, did that interview, he's like, what the fuck's an NFT? Like, I'm, I'm, my friend's hand making me handmade speakers. What the fuck's an NFT? Like, yes, it's a bit funny, but do not be so stupid mm. that Tyler the Creator 
or his financial advisor hasn't looked into this. Don't be that stupid. Like, if come on, don't be that. Come on, it's just jokes. He probably has some cryptocurrency. Don't be so stupid. But yeah, it's, it's just that thing. Like, oh, I don't understand it, so I'm gonna show on it. Yeah, fair. Uh, should I go for these next couple of comments? We've got a couple yeah. long ones here. Um, yeah, on. A celebrity I dislike making a great point and being right on the money. I love it. Uh, why do you dislike him? I've only ever just seen a few of his album reviews. Is he a dick or something? And then here we go. He goes in. <laughs> His social media antics annoy me at, at times. I don't even dislike him in a I disagree with his opinions on music kind of way. It's that he could be arrogant at times. Like in his punk review, <laughs> he claimed that it was obvious that Mac Miller wasn't meant to be on uh, on day before and that Young Thug just... You know that he's just fuming. He is fuming! This must be Iris <laughs> making his post. Man. Just so added him on there when Young Thug and Mac literally <laughs> recorded the song there together before Mac's death. You could find that out from a quick Google search and given the Max family has been really good at not giving out Mac features for songs, I think it's whack <laughs> that he'd even assume that. Another one is him another one is him saying him claiming Saba ripped off the Chicago jazz rap sound that Mick Jenkins and Chance helped develop when Saba was the one of those people who helped develop the sound. Which is like true. if you can't do basic research, then why the fuck should I listen to you? I appreciate reading music reviews because I think it's great to hear others' perspectives. That's why I come here a lot. But I also like to hear from people that I feel know what they're talking about. Interesting. He, I mean, he, he said, his. I don't dislike him and I disagree with his opinions on music. And I just talked about all the and things then, he disagreed And then with. was like, okay, hold my beer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list five things. I mean, he is right about the Saba thing. That does trigger me from, from now and again. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing... And the thing is, the, the initial post about a celebrity I dislike making a great point and be right on the money, I love it. That was 198 points. Like, a lot of people fuck with that tweet, mm. um, post, sorry. And I don't get... This This is the thing. So this reminds me of a Dr. Phil uh, episode I watched on a podcast that we shall not name. But, like, it was just like, when he says, when, when he sees things he doesn't like about other people... He, he knows it's a reflection of what he doesn't like about himself. So he, when he when he sees like someone being like annoying, he's like, what is it about that person that I don't like about me? And mm. I think obviously it's not always going to be the case, but I think it's quite a, like a humble way to look at the world where it's like, you don't, I think with Fantano, you don't like it because part of you knows that what he's saying has some sort of merit to it. So if he yeah. like, for example, like <laughs> for example, if I, if I love, you know, Dave, right. And Dave's posted, I put my heart and soul into this album. Everything's on here blood, sweat and tears. This is the best I can do. And then Fantano was like, fair enough, five out of 10. It's like, <laughs> you're just going to be so triggered, right? Because you're so connected to that artist. You're so connected to that story. But so if someone's kind of discrediting that, you feel like it's a slight on what you think because now it's questioning what you think. You're like, holy shit, wait, is that true? Like what he's saying isn't wrong, but it's making me feel this type of way. And I think that's the thing about Fantano. At the end of the day, he's also just one guy. He's yeah. also just allowed to have his opinion. Same way we're all allowed to say the big day is shit. And so if someone says it's good, I'm not going to fucking hammer that person for saying it's good. I'm just going to be like, you know, I question your taste, but fair enough. I think that's the thing with Fantano. I think it's because he's the one that's famous for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, okay. Right, let's move on to something else. Uh, got a short one here, uh, which was which rapper um, made the worst musical choices and ruined their career. Um, so I've read through this uh, this thread. Couldn't find many humorous comments, but there was a couple about Chance the Rapper, which I think, given that we're TVC and 
we, we have our opinions on Chance the Rapper. Um, then <laughs> I'll read a few of these. Um, so we had, he met, so yeah, someone enters the chat saying, yeah, Chance the Rapper. Um, then we have, he met Kanye West. He's never going to fail. And then proceeds to fall off immediately following his, the first. <laughs> so I'm assuming they're talking about the one on T, on, uh, the life of Pablo. Yeah, also like being, yeah. um, as being like, you know, the peak of his career. That was Obviously a good then has, verse as well. Hmm. And then he has, um, coloring book, mixtape, mm-hmm. not an album. And then not we an get album. the studio album. So, uh, we have a comment here saying he had a kid and changed his whole sound to be a good Christian dad, which as a person is a great thing to do for your child. But as a musician, who's known for making acid rap. It is a, absolutely horrible career move which i think is pretty funny and very true which is that is three upvotes that is very true and that's that's always been my gripe right because even the shift to coloring book it Mm. wasn't welcomed but it was fair enough right it was okay like the music was still good enough yeah Yeah. but to go all the way like i'm i'm sorry like i'm not here for this like one thing one thing i will always do I'll know when to jump off the train. When it's my stop, it's my stop. I am not going to go through four shit albums just because I love you. I don't care. I don't know you. And I can, and that happens with any, unless, unless, say, unless you're evergreen talent, where I think, you know what, you're always going to be good. I will know when to get off that train. If YG yep. drops a shit album, I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> it's been good. It's still crazy. I'll always go back to that. But whatever you're doing now, I'm, I'm off it. With Chance, I don't know. I, it feels like, it feels like, cause you know, he's dropped these like little songs here and there, little snippets. Yeah, yeah. It seems like he's coming back towards rapping and you not all this was as rap, but more competent. It. I, it seems, doesn't it? It seems that way. Like, I, I do think he's a really good rapper, but in terms of what his projects are going to sound like moving out, I don't think we're going to get anything like, not even anything like 10 Day. We're not going to get anything like that or even Acid Rap, which is a shame. And we're going, so it depends. If he does, if he continues down a vein of Big Day, then yeah, I'm done. I'm not going back. But if he goes somewhere else, which is just a lot more measured, then I can fuck with that. But what you, what this person said is 100% true because you made acid rap, bro. Like, how, and now you're talking about God, like, if you, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, if Pusha T started talking about, uh, you know, drugs is bad, it's like, what the fuck? Like, how did we get here? Like, you're Pusha T. Like, I'm not going to take to that. Sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then, yeah, someone says, nobody wanted to hear a 26 year old man talk about his wife and kids. (laughs) And it's true. Um, unfortunately, yeah. Like you're saying, when you're known for a certain thing, if you just completely shift, it's, yeah, it's going to be a career suicide essentially. Um, but you know, if the talent's there, he's into it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like you're saying, you have a bit of faith, like the talent clearly is there. Mm. It's not like he had, you know. Uh, a lucky streak and release some good music. Like no, he ha- he had oh, no, a number like of quality yeah, yeah. projects, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. situations kind of influence the type of music he made. Um, and yeah, obviously for some people, you know, your life should like come out through your art. But for other people, like mm-hmm. I'm not trying to hear that. I'm not trying to hear about 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 all the uh, all of that stuff, uh, or at least doing it in an innovative way. Think which it's I funny think that. Sorry, I was going to say, when mm. we critique the album, we were like, that's fine. If you're happy, you're in a good place. Cool. Mm. Tell us about it, but but actually tell us about it. Don't just tell us you're happy. 
Yes. Because no one's trying to hear that shit. Loki, no one's trying to hear that shit. But I was going to say, one thing I think is so funny is that he actually explicitly stated he's 26 years old. Because, again, not to be the little, see, not to be the little prick that pops the, the balloon, you know, and makes everything pop. But when we talk about young marriages, I mean, come on, man. Come on. We've seen, come on, come on. Like, you know, a lot of them don't, aren't really rosy, even no matter how, like, amazing they seem to start off. Like, you will see, like, the most beautiful wedding, the the couples are making, like, two paragraphs every post about each other, <laughs> and then, like, a year later, they're divorced. And you're like, what the fuck? And, like, oh, I thought you guys yeah. were, like, here to the end of time. Like, what the hell? So, a 26-year-old is like, yeah, I'm not trying to hear that. I, same way, I'm not trying to hear, like, a 16-year-old tell me how hard exams are. It's like, you're 16, bro. Like, get through your de- get through the GCSEs first. Tell you how hard the fucking <laughs> academic system is. So, yeah, I, I agree with that one. Fair. Okay, right. Would you... On that topic, what artists would you add to this list of making the uh, worst sorry. musical choices and have they ru- they've ruined their career? Oh, that should be a fucking... I know I keep saying that, but that should be, be a, a great fucking, episode. That'll be a fucking good episode. But let me try and think of one off the dome. Fuck, who's made some shit decisions? <sighs> Which rapper? I was going to say Sync because I think Sis has made a horrible choice today on TDE, but that's yeah. just all about rappers. Okay, uh, sorry, I just mean, to poor, throw it out there. Poor Absol, I don't know what his situation is. But, but I don't think that's the worst. No. He's independent, isn't he? Um, oh, who's the worst? Fuck. Sorry, no, I will get one. I will get one. Do you have any? No, I saw I I saw someone talk about R- Rory. 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 Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's that he's Chicago guy, isn't he? Yeah. Um. Oh, I know one. K. Coke signing to Rock Nation. You might not know that reference, but that's a really fucking bad one. Um. What's another one? Um. Because he went homeless after. Like he was really bad. Did he really? Yeah, it was really bad. Um. What's a really shit one? Um. Joey Joey Badass not signing to Rock Nation. That's a pretty bad one. That's yeah. a, that's, a, that's a pretty bad one. Yeah, I can hear that. Um, we'll think. We'll think. I'm, I feel like Jay Z in our R Kelly album. That's pretty bad. Didn't that's ruin his career there. though. Oh, it didn't ruin it. Okay, no, that's an episode. Sorry, that's yeah, a, that's a, a, that's a really ruiner. good question. That's an episode. Yeah, when you say. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll do a, a couple question. more. Uh, I think we've got time for a few more. So let us look at... Uh, what should we go for? Um, Snoop announcing that he's bought Death Row Records. Um, so obviously that was announced, what was it, a month or two ago? Mm-hmm. Um, so the top comment here saying, Death Row has recently seen a revival due to licensing um, of its... L- logo for clothing oh licensing out its logo for clothing um let's see what snoop does california has very vibrant street brat scenes which snoop has been a big part of as he's low-key on a recent great features run okay yet to see those uh but since kendrick <laughs> and q and q yg and nipsey there's really been no one to help artists break to the radio I agree. interesting um i didn't even know death row was big on the clothing but i guess if tupac is under death row merch then that makes sense mm. um i don't know how well doggy style merch does but i'm guessing that also 
does yeah. well. Because Doggy Style's turning 30 soon, next year, I Must think. be, yeah. Yeah, 93? Or is it 92? One of the two. It's, it's turning 30 soon. But, um, so that, I guess that's big. But did you see that he put, um, was it The Chronic and Doggy Style? He took them off streaming platforms. He, they made them, like, NFTs. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know, I know. I fuck it. It's like we're going in that direction, mate. You guys yeah. know you can't really stop it. But yeah, Doggy Style's not on streaming platforms anymore. He's most critically acclaimed album. So there's that. God. Um. Yeah, I. Yeah, I agree. It's a good move. Yeah. If if the two part stuff is under there, I think it's a good move. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Um, what do you think? Yeah. If you want some apparel, you can go to uh, the Snooper Market. <laughs> genuinely called the snooper market that's kind of funny and, and for the for the low price of 150 dollars you can get a pair of brick doggy style joggers Damn. so uh, okay. there you go that's Fucking actually expensive. we joke that's probably cheaper than the saba merch yeah which is crazy yeah could be yeah Damn. fair enough yeah, 400 quid 400 dollars for a bomber jacket crazy well the snoop dog one yeah holy shit that's crazy yeah. Ouch. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, I didn't really know the Death Row was like a big clothing brand. Is it? I've seen clothing, mm-hmm. of Me it, neither. but I haven't. I didn't realize it was a. It must be some sort of shit. Like you know when like Primark sell like shirts. It must be like mm. the licensing to do with that. It must. Add, yeah. Because apart from that, I don't really see anyone. But again, America's a big country, right? But I don't really see anyone mm. buy Death Row stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't really seem like a thing. Yeah. Who knows? Um, The comment about no one to help the artist break to the radio is interesting. Um, Because I don't know necessarily, are they just talking about the California scene, the LA scene? It's not very. I'm guessing West Coast scene. Yeah, the vibrant street rap scene. I mean, yeah. I like how he says, but since Kendrick Q, YG, and Nipsey, like that isn't like recent. Like, YG isn't, like, some 20-year-old artist. Like, he's... He's, he's like, 40-something. He yeah, like... What, YG? Is he 40-something? Yeah. No. YG's not in his 40s. I'm talking about his relevance. Like, he came to relevance, like, what, seven years ago? Like, it's not, like, 25 years ago. Like, YG's Wait, how still... How old very, is YG? YG must be 30s. YG's not in his 40s. Okay, fair. Yeah. So no, I'm, no, I mean, like, he's not, like, 20 years into his career. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean, he's like, "What? Who do you love?" Came out 2014. Like, that's relatively recent. Kendrick came into his prominence in 2017 with "Damn." Like, that was his biggest album commercially. Uh, oh, Nipsey, but come, yeah, but come on, he was like, he was radio plays since 2012. Oh, okay, like, we're talking radio plays. Play. Like, there's bare West, there's bare West Coast artists. Though. Yeah, but then there's bare um, what? All Future's West Coast. Yeah, I I think you're yeah, talking about like the st- like street street rap. rap. There's the streets are gonna get streets. Street but hey, rap. no, but then J Rock won a Grammy what 2018 for win 2019. Yeah, yeah. that's still recent enough. I, I can got, kind of I can mm. kind of see what they're saying. Like, yes, mm. there's a huge street rap scene. Like Draco the Ruler and all of those guys. Like mm-hmm. that music is, um, like it does streams, but. I can see what they mean in terms of like breaking out to like the radio and the mainstream and like the billboards. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, I don't know. It'll, maybe maybe there's a revival of Death Row there. I think it's more just about the catalogs and the and whatnot he that he can get from from buying out the record label. Yeah, I think, I'd I think like it's more to that. see it as, Go on, sorry. I think it's more that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. 
have we got time for another? Yeah, we've got time. We have time. We, we always have time, John. We always have time. Well, there's a will, there's a way. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's... Uh, I want to do this one. Let's do Doja Cat. Says she okay. wants to make a double album with one side being completely rap. Okay. So, Which I think is a good idea just off the bat for her. I would like to see that. Uh, top comment. I like her rapping way, way better than Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, or any other mainstream female rapper. Mm. Uh, not that it has anything to do with Don't with Dono, but if you're looking, I think you meant Doja. Yeah. Doja. yeah. If you're looking for some female rap, go listen. Oh, this was you, wasn't it? Go listen to Little <laughs> Sims. Sometimes I might be introvert. You're everywhere. You're actually um, everywhere. It wasn't I'm me. You have a full time Look. <laughs> Look, the agenda is powerful and it's running swimmingly through the through the airwaves, but it wasn't me. Your minions uh, are doing their work. Exactly, Joey. I, I, I put out the... It's, you know, it's like Darth Sidious, right? My, my men are doing the jobs now. I, don't I knew... Do you, I thought you were going to use the um, uh, Game of Thrones reference. Or like, like Varys. Yeah. My little verse. Yeah, no, I, verse. I, I... Yeah, it's like that. It's like, yeah, my little spiders are... They're doing uh, their work, but... <laughs> Obviously, it's not a little since episode. I'll leave that. But all I can say is the agenda is fucking strong ever since September. Gosh, could have been more right about someone. But um, yeah, her rapping's cool. I think, do you know what it is? Because Say So was such a big song. Yeah. I think people just know Doja as a singer. Um, and obviously, Moo was a kind of singing song. But yeah, Doja can rap. Mm. Um, I think she takes a lot of influence from Nicki Minaj. So I, can't, I don't know if you can say she's way better than Nicki Minaj. Yeah. I think she also takes influence from Cardi B. So I don't know if you can say she's way better. I just think she... I think paired with how, who she is, she's just interesting. I think that's what it is. Um, yeah, that's all. Cool. Uh, this is a genuinely hot take. Uh, so someone with 47 votes on that. And then mm-hmm. it shouldn't be. I feel like most of the people here who say Doja isn't a rapper just don't listen to her projects. I would agree with that. Fair enough. Um, Planet Her is an outlier in her discography, not the blueprint. Big facts, actually. Strong. That's yeah. a big fact. Yeah. It's true. Because, again... Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say I'm probably one of those people that hasn't listened to the entire Doja Cat mm-hmm. catalogue, mm-hmm. but I do recognise that there's a lot of rapping prior to the to the breakout mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a rapper for, for, for sure, but taking her over Nicki, Cardi, or any of the other big names isn't something you commonly hear. I totally respect it. I just have never heard that preference. I wouldn't put her over Cardi B personally. I think Cardi B is a legit rapper. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far, personally. I don't know about you. Over what Nikki? do you think? No, um, well, over Nick, yeah. I've never been a fan of Nicki like that. I, obviously, I respect it, but yeah. I don't really feel compelled to listen to Nicki Minaj projects. Whereas Doja Cat interests me. Cardi B actually interests me. It's been so long. I, I still cannot believe she hasn't dropped her album yet. This is like the longest holdout I ever... Fo- I'd never thought Cardi B of all people would hold out for this long. What year was it? 2018. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> I know. Fucking nuts. Yeah. That's wild. It's it pretty wild. Yeah. It's interesting looking at the monthly listeners. Doja has over 50 million. Um, Nikki has 40 and Cardi B has 29. Which is still impressive given that she hasn't dropped an album in four, four years. years. That is very impressive. That is extremely impressive. Which just goes to show that the album is still like doing insane numbers. Mm. Yeah. And it obviously she's had good songs. She's had good singles here. Obviously WAP. Yeah. yeah. Huge. Is that true? Damn. Oh, no, she had Wild Side. Is that, was that last year? Last year. Oh, yes, you're right. Oh, my. 
Damn, time is flying. Wild Side was a, almost a year ago. Holy shit. Damn, okay, fair enough. Yeah. That's me about Cardi B. She knows how to stay relevant with these little features. You know when she just like kept teaming up with Bruno Mars, who also never teams up with anyone. They had like two songs together and that also helped the streams as well. Like, I think she makes good decisions. I think she makes good decisions in terms of features. I'll say that. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm. Um, but no, I would, I would like to say that. I don't think I'd like to see that. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Um, but I think what would probably be more likely is just an album that has, a, you know, a portion of rap and then mm. more of what's made her pretty popular. Yeah, at the moment. Daddy Radical label would be like, chill. You're feeding yeah. yourself or yeah. relax. Like, <laughs> ah, so you're about to put like the fifth rap song and they'd just be like, the palm, the palm on the shoulder. Be yeah, like, daddy, it's like, Listen. daddy, please, can I have the whole side of rap? It's like, no, no. <laughs> like, no, go and make. That's fucking... not what the people want. <laughs> yeah, make five remixes of like say so or some shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's never, it's not gonna happen. But it'd be cool if it did. Yeah. Um. Okay. I feel like if we're gonna go for one more, this one might get a little dark. So let's go for this. So mm-hmm. posts that talk about Logic's eighteen hundred song actually saving people from suicide the fact that logic knew the song helped so many people but continued to brag about the wealth the song gave him in future songs makes the effort put into it so disingenuous let's stop with that cool i didn't know this 69 points by the way but i did not know this actually i didn't know that he um allegedly bragged about making money of the song again if true that is wild bro that's fucking wild I can't lie but it also is in line with everything I know about Logic which is he's corny as fuck so I'm pretty sure if his back is against the wall yeah do you know what I mean he doesn't seem like to have a guy but yeah no that's all I gotta say yeah um yeah uh so (laughs) a series of replies um I think that was more of a reaction to all the hate he was getting which I can see but also if that's your response that's who you are (laughs) like if that's what I mean like it's like that kind of like knee jerk reaction, right? Like you hit your knee and that, and your leg goes up. Like if someone's going to come for you and then you're like, oh, look, I made loads of money off a suicide song. You're like, what? What? Yeah. Like what? you brought, you brought a gun you to You were really on stage, like yeah. with that jumper on, like telling everyone like, oh, you know, I'm making the songs. I'm caring about people. But now you're just bragging about the money. Yeah. That's not a good look. Um, and then I'm assuming, is this a quote from the song? This next I one? believe so. I believe so. Yeah, fucker, then I bounce. Hell nah, I can't do no date. 1 800, then I kill the pussy. Who can relate? That's also just an awful line. I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna make a song about bragging about your enthusiasm for women, you also shouldn't tie that in with a song about literally killing yourself. I feel yes. like that is just not the best idea on the table, mate. But like you could I feel like there's other things you could mention in the midst of having sex with women. I just feel like that's the case. I just feel like it. Yeah, it's not not the best choice there. Uh, Yeah, this is a pretty insensitive line and has nothing to do with him defending that song. (laughs) And someone says, I love that song for that line. It's hilarious. (laughs) Wow. It's it's funny in a corny way. Um, Agree with you, the line is insensitive, but it does feel like a reaction to the hate he was getting. Dude gets clammed on endlessly for that song and other things after that too when it's obvious he wants to be respected in hip-hop circles. He was just trying to show that song doesn't define him, but it felt like he just kept making things worse for himself. I would say... I understand that. The more you talk about the song, the more it's going to be your Achilles heel, right? Like, if people want to talk about it and clown on you for that, that's fine. I don't personally... 
I'd clown on you for that other corny music, right? I think he makes. <laughs> I think he does make some genuinely good songs. Like that most recent mm-hmm. project, there were a couple of beats on there that I was like, wow, mm-hmm. these are these are pretty good. It was the one there was a Erica Bardu sample on one of the songs. Um, mm-hmm. No pressure. Yeah. That was actually, I heard that was like legit. A lot of people were Soul about Food 2 was a great track. Man I Is. Um, yeah, that was, there were some legitimately good tracks on there. Um, but yeah, I think what I just said at the beginning, like if your knee jerk reaction is to brag about it and be like, and like distance yourself and say like, oh no, that, that wasn't like me. I wasn't doing it genuinely. I, you know, I'm just making money off this. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. like that just makes you both corny and disingenuous. <laughs> Maybe this is why I don't know what it is because so many people have told me to get into Logic's discography. Maybe this is kind of why because every time I feel like I should, and it, there's, there are songs I've heard, and I'm just like, wait, mm. is that J Cole? It's like, wait, is that Kendrick Lamar? And and I think more so than other rappers I've listened to. I know everyone says, oh, but what about Jid? What about Saba? Yeah, yeah. More so than that, like in terms of production he uses, in terms of flows, it does sound like that. But anyways, that's besides the point, right? Like I feel like if your back's against the wall. For example, it was like an episode of um, Abbott Elementary I was watching, right? Where the teachers <laughs> were dissing the, the... The kids were dissing the teacher and one of the teachers was like, you, you know, you can't have that. You can't let them disrespect you like that. So then he tries to come and he don't clap back and it's like, you, you can't you can't go oh, too far. You can't just start calling yeah. them out like, oh, you come from a poverty-stricken home or some shit like that. You can't go that far. But you got to kind of measure it so it's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm tapping you, but, you know, relax. Know, where, know your places. You can't just be like, oh, yeah. well... You think I'm corny? Well, well, I made money off a suicide song. It's like, yeah, you now now you sound even more corny, mate. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> that's oh, not gonna help really you. Yourself, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, just just get better at clapbacks. You know, look at Rihanna's page in 2010 if you need some tips. So yeah, <laughs> that's it, really. Yeah, I don't know about Logic. Uh, I try. Yeah, I, I stay away from Logic. Right, just something about him just doesn't vibe with me. Yeah, Mm-mm. I do, I think maybe it's just he's a lot of his kind of public image and his persona, maybe when he's talking on chat shows, whatever it is, is mm. from a defensive standpoint. Like he probably, mm. he's, he's already got his back up about what people are thinking about him. Yeah. Um, and whatnot. Which I don't so, get, because he's had a red, for given that he's someone who is not very creative and no shade, he's had a pretty successful career. So mm-hmm. it's like, I wouldn't even care, you know, like, like you literally made millions based off like kind of cheesing off your own contemporaries it's not like he was cheesing off rappers in the 90s like he's literal contemporaries and you've made it this yeah. far like you should kind of be happy with that if I'm being honest yeah yeah there we go I don't and know. I think maybe it's also the element of like he retires and then two months later oh back. that's the corny shit that's, I hear yeah, I, I, I have to see that that's a corny yeah. shit and he was yes I mean suspect number one for that (laughs) here's here's something i'm gonna admit i've actually never listened to the 1800 song really never listened to it well there you go that is what you're gonna do this evening isn't it (laughs) potentially okay cool i guess i'm being put to task for that one okay cool i've actually never heard it so and and listen to soul food 2 and man i is i'm gonna send them both to you after this okay cool i'll I'll give it a listen yeah Mm -hmm. uh cool I do see now the track is sorry. I have to point this out because what the fuck? I forgot about this. This is why I didn't fucking check this album out. There was a title. Is everybody right? Because this this was meant to be his last yeah, album. Go on. The the closed African. 
That is the worst name for a track, probably history. Afric Aryan. Are you kidding me? With Neil deGrasse Tyson, already know it's going to be some bullshit. Which project is this? Everybody. I remember this one where you painted all the features on the cover. I remember this mm. one. But um, that's an awful name. That is an awful name. Sorry, just to point that out. Holy shit. Nah, just, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> say, that's awful. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a listen. Send it to me. I'll give it a listen. I will. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll talk about it next episode. Cool. All right. I think that might wrap us up. Let's have, let's go on. Let's have, we'll have one more quick one and then we will wrap up. Okay, um, cool. So Eminem asking to kneel during halftime show. Mm-hmm. So top comment here, 266 points says, so really didn't want to kneel. Asking for permission, lol. Uh, so his bowing down was so symbolic. This is a big comment here. Uh, it was as if he was kneeling to show homage to homage to hip-hop black culture and Dr. Dre, who's the embodiment of that culture. That culture, those people, embraced him and saved his life and enabled him to change the course of generations after him. Plus, combined with the fact the guy has never said the N-word since he has been an adult superstar. All with two <laughs> Sorry, that, that is so specific. <laughs> it's it's like... <laughs> it it says the, like, yeah. the pain of listening to, to so many white rappers and hip-hop artists who just used the word with abandon and you're like 10 points for the boy in the back who's never said it in 20 years yeah he's like, never what? said it in his adult like, as, a, as an adult it's not he's never said it he's just never said it as an adult <laughs> so it's the fact that he played out while trying to so I've been counting sorry, uh, sorry that's so playing in the background <laughs> chills he never switched to rock or pop music he stayed down with hip-hop to this day when he could have easily switched over like so many others have Eminem will forever be remembered. <sighs> That's hilarious. Oh fuck! That is, that is so fucking sorry. So what do you what do you think? Sorry, I'm just bringing me tears. But it's the fact he's like, yeah, he's on some bad stuff, but that was it. Is that why you have to put that there? It's like, it doesn't even. It doesn't even add to the point. It doesn't add to the point. Oh fuck! Sorry, <laughs> sorry. It's just he's done a bad job. But I'm oh, sorry. You know what? I'll go first because I've been okay. I think there is some truth to the first comment where he said you're asking for permission because yes, if I'm going, I'm not going to ask the fucking NFL, NFL, NFL to to kneel because you already know what that conversation is yeah. going to be like. Um, I would just do it if you want to take that risk. If you yeah. don't want to take that risk, don't take that risk. Simple as that. Um, I think with someone like Eminem, he has more money than God needs. I think he's made, I mean, he's one of the few rappers who has gone diamond multiple times. Yeah. You know, if you do lose some endorsements or you lose a tour, you're not going to lose sleep. I mean, mm-hmm. let me, come on, like, it's Eminem at this point. So I think for out of anyone I mean I think Eminem is like yeah okay yeah if you want to do it who are you asking like yeah I think I think that's fair I think the other comment um bit much um I, I, there is some truth to it let me pick it out so um this is just mad copium or hopium it's as if he was needing to show him homage mm. to hear about black that's just ridiculous um but I will people say people love a poetic fairy tale ending don't they I know people just romanticise everything I think I, maybe just Eminem is just a good guy who just doesn't, you know, he's just not racist. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, why is it just not as far as that? Why that's be like he's some magical being because he's, he's just not racist. I mean, it's kind of hard to be when you're from Detroit, but like, he's just, yeah, he's just not racist. Just a not racist guy. Like, that's it. <laughs> that's all it is. That's all it is. Sorry, what do you think? I mean, 
yeah, like, oh, I, oh, I can't mm. even, this comment is just too funny. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it was nice that he did that. I mean, I, I don't like that that becomes more of a talking point than the other artists. It was a huge talking performance point. as a whole. Um, huge talking point. But yeah, I guess at that point you're like, well, do I do it? Is it going to detract from, uh, is it going to create too much of like a, a conversation um, that centers around Eminem and oh, blah, 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 blah. Or is there a way to keep the focus on the other artists? I don't know. Um, but yeah. yeah, I support anyone who wants to do that. Yeah. Um, cool. Next comment. What a historically racist and suppressive organization doesn't want you to display a gesture of solidarity and rebellion could have, could have shocked me. I'm assuming color me shocked. Me Never shocked, heard like, that phrase before. Yeah. You're literally... Really? It's kind of like, oh, kind of me, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I get it. You're literally supporting a shitty company. Don't act surprised when they do something shitty. I mean... Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. (laughs) Uh, What? If it's not during the national anthem, why would that even be a problem? 306 upvotes, by the way, on that one. That is is so American. The purpose of doing it would be to make a political statement. Yeah. Why would it not be a problem outside the national anthem? Because people just have a problem with it in general. Like, why, 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 why are we being obtuse by it? Like, people, and again, this one, I'm not even going to open this camera of worms, but people also have a problem with um, BLM being a protest group as yeah. well, which, whilst there is very fair criticism to, to BLM, I mean, there definitely is, but people just see it as like, oh, you are just saying that not all lives matter. You're just being one of those people. You're overwoke. You know, you're mm. only focusing on people of colour and stuff like that. So I think if there was a nil at any point during a football game, because, you know, we love the football games, I think people would have a fucking problem with that. Though I don't think, yeah, that's just very obtuse to me. Fair. Yeah. Cool. I think that wraps that up. Um, yeah. Hope you guys at home have enjoyed us digging into the... Uh, beautiful and disturbed world that is reddit um I can i just end of some... a kind of a joke there's one funny one i did just oh, end of a joke on. it's gonna be like one second right so there's a post right and this is aged kind of horribly given current world events but there's a ukrainian rapper uh who got chopped and fed to rats uh by his wife after getting caught uh, having a sexual affair with a fan and someone literally just said damn talk about chopped and screwed fuck me Okay. That's it. That's what I got. That's just why that's hilarious. That's it. I'm done. Uh, cool. Close, close so, this out, John. Bring us Thank home. you for <laughs> coming on us in this uh, slightly convoluted journey as we uh, talked about some funny comments and some not so funny comments uh, in the world of Reddit. I'm sure we'll do this again at some point. Um, it's been 23 episodes since we last um, did it so maybe before our centenary episode we might come back and do part three of reddit versus tvc um, that was very fancy but go on i saw that centenary i liked where you just dropped it there I yeah don't worry about that okay. um <laughs> uh but yeah as always if you've listened today you know you've got any ideas uh about any of the kind of posts that we're talking about today or if you i don't know maybe have some ideas about future debates you want us to discuss future albums, whatever it is, let us know. We're on Twitter at TVC Pod. We're also on Instagram, Vinyl Collective Pod. Send us an email, vinylcollectivepod at gmail.com. And as ever, please do hit that subscribe button. Uh, give us a like on social media. Share with a friend. Um, and yeah, 
let's try and I don't know, I think I think we want to try and reach fifty countries this year. That's that's my little personal personal yeah. goal. Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. we're in the thirties. Um, so appreciate all of you guys in in and around uh, the entire globe. They're listening, so that's always great. Um, and as always, we finish out the episode talking about our now and then twenty twenty two playlist, where we pick a song from the last two years or so that's recently dropped, and then we also pick a throwback. So, I will start us off this week, as the two tracks I'm going to add are, um, my now song is going to be a track called First Blush, uh, by a duo called The Doppelgangers. Okay, I heard them. Um, yeah, that's my now song. And then my then song is going to be uh, Extradite by Freddie Gibbs and Black Thought. Uh, so that's from Shadow of a Doubt. The, okay. Um, uh, 2015 one big yeah. tune um, yeah, yeah yeah you're right yeah damn um, my now song is Pieces by Fanny Hughes that song's been stuck in my head all week that song is so fucking good uh, she's not dropping a project this week that's gonna be quite interesting yeah so um, actually do you know apparently Trial Court Quest was dropping a project as well it's fucking crazy apparently it's this week as well really yeah, I don't know. I saw it on again Reddit again, but yeah. So that's my now song. I'm I'm very interested in that Fanny Hughes project. I'm very excited to see what that's mm. going to be like. Uh, and then my then song, I will add. Let's say numbers on the boards by Pusha T. Why not? That's a banger. Good track. Good track. Yeah. Yep. Go check out the playlist. Obviously now and then 2022. It's on Spotify. Sorry to everyone else. Sorry to our 47% of listeners who are on Apple Podcasts. But you know what? Do better. Um, so yeah, share that playlist. Share with a friend. Stick it on in the in the car. You know, if you've, if you've got money for petrol, stick it on in the car. Uh, if, if, you're, if you're on public transport like the rest added, of us. I should have added that, that skip to the fucking playlist because that is so real at the moment. It's not a fucking joke. It's not a joke. <laughs> Some of the prices are... They are not outrageous. I say that they're not funny. Um, say that. But anyway, yeah, give that playlist a follow, yeah. and we will be back next week with another banging episode for you. Hopefully, a music review. Stay tuned. It will be. It will be. See you guys soon.